The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 182. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you do happen to be struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange that free session. In today's podcast, we are going to be discussing um, something that many people struggle with, with OCD, and that is... Um, you know, have I said something that has perhaps offended somebody in some way? And then having to uh, to go over social situations and, um, you know, really think about what you said and how you acted and how people could have interpreted it. And uh, it can be very exhausting, this this type of OCD. Uh, so we're going to be focused on on that today. Um, how to deal with it and how to to hopefully let go of it. Um, as always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And it would be amazing if you could subscribe on your podcast app of choice. That really does help the uh, the podcast. And I very much hope you enjoy. Many thanks. I wanted to start today with a quote by uh, Dodinsky. And it is this, sometimes your words and actions will offend people. It's not that you intended to. Um, Some people choose to perceive things with malice. Now, um, obviously, this this is actually true. Sometimes people do actually just want to be upset about something and, you know, potentially will look for something that they are offended at. Um, other people are just very easily offended and um, other people, well, perhaps, you know, you did say something um, that that wasn't quite appropriate in that situation or that was maybe a little bit awkward to, to say. Um, but it always comes back to the same thing. And that is that if you are um, obsessing about this to the point where you're making yourself feel sick, then obviously the OCD has stepped into to this area of you know morally checking your yourself and making sure that you haven't offended somebody, and it's it's really holding you back. The OCD has 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 basically hijacked the part of you that really wants to be a good person that really doesn't want to upset anybody. Um, and it's taken that really good part of you and is using it against you to keep you stuck in the cycle of OCD. Um, as we know, OCD is an absolute genius at coming up with you know, ways to trap us, ways to keep us stuck in those old habits of behavior. And this is just yet another one of those things. So I really wanted to, to kind of talk about it on the podcast because if you are struggling with this, I know it can be really difficult. I have uh, several clients who 
who mentioned this as being something that that you know is 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 really difficult to deal with um and i think in today's climate as well uh on social media and how a lot of things are um you know the pressure almost to to not get anything wrong to be perfect seems to be almost higher than than ever um, and so it can be quite challenging to, to navigate this world. But we're going to talk about what we can do to actually manage this um, a lot better. So to do this, I wanted to start off by talking about uncertainty a little bit, because uncertainty is at the heart of OCD. And so it is here with this particular problem of worrying of offending somebody. We are determining that we must have certainty, absolute certainty that Whatever we do at all costs, we are not allowed to offend anybody because if we do, then we're breaking our moral code and that would be absolutely terrible. Now, unfortunately, as with all things um, OCD, if we focus on, um, you know, certainty, on making sure that we never, ever, ever do uh, anything, you know, that could possibly even ever come close to to that thing then we are going to cause ourselves problems and we are going to get stuck and the issue is um you know and this is why i started with with the quote sometimes perfectly innocent words and actions are going to upset people um this is just part of life it's almost unavoidable to to have a social life uh to be out there you know at work and and not say something that is going to perhaps upset somebody in some way. Obviously, it could be in a very small way, but at the end of the day, just just going outside, interacting with people, we're going to have disagreements. People are going to think in different ways. Um, there's always going to be a, a different opinion about things. And if we walk around on eggshells, um, you know, terrified that we could say something wrong at any moment, it's going to lead to us, you know, really kind of not enjoying our social life, not being able to enjoy mixing with other people as much as much as we could. And not only that, but you're going to end up being very nervous in those situations, kind of watching your words, really being very careful about everything. And when we get into that kind of nervous state, unfortunately, you know, that's often when we do end up saying something that, you know, that is not really what we wanted to say or that comes out in a different kind of way because we're so we're so kind of nervous and so worried about it. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and we really need to make sure that we're not falling into that trap because it's a really... Um, a very kind of desperate and and unfortunate place to be if you're if you're in this place then you know socializing becomes something that's more of a chore rather than something that you know can be very positive and that can build you up and give you energy um it becomes something that you are fixated on and you know maybe beforehand you're planning the kind of things you're going to say afterwards you're reviewing all the stuff that you've said and, uh, you know, it becomes very problematic. I think with this particular type of, uh, ob of uh, obsession, it's really helpful if you can spend some time thinking about your values. Um, what is important to you? What are the things um, that are important to you? When we know what our values are, it makes it easier for us in the moment to make judgment calls about things, to kind of know how we should act in certain situations because we know what we're about. We know what we kind of stand for. And so spending a bit of time on your, your values can be really helpful with that.
And then this actually then leads into uh, dealing with some of the really common compulsions that come up with uh, this type of OCD. And some of the most common compulsions are just mentally reviewing afterwards or even during the event itself. You may find that you say something and then you start scanning people's faces for, you know, how did they react to what I just said? Do they seem to be in agreement with it or are they perhaps a little bit offended or upset or angry in some way? And maybe if one person doesn't react in a way that we like, maybe they didn't smile or maybe they uh, they frowned at uh, just the wrong moment, then that could send you off spiraling. And, you know, if we're not careful with this, you know, we can actually just get lost in our thoughts of reviewing, going over the situation again, feeling very uncomfortable, getting lost in anxiety, not being able to be present uh, during that social occasion anymore, because we've become so lost in that, that anxiety about whether you have offended somebody or not and really as I was talking about at the start you're looking for that certainty you're really demanding perfection from yourself um so often with OCD this is the major issue when we're being more self-compassionate more accepting more realistic of just uh nature and how things are you know it's the way of life is that um you know people not everybody is going to like us, unfortunately. Somebody is going to have a problem about something. It's just how humans are. It's how human interaction goes. And if we demand from ourselves that we make everybody happy at all times, then it's a very slippery slope. But we're going to end up, you know, making ourselves feel really bad because it just goes against nature. It goes, it goes against how, how things are. Other compulsions with this type of OCD might include actually really planning things out in advance, really making sure you're exactly certain on what kind of things you're going to say and how you're going to say it, um, you know, having a plan of how to speak to a particular person. And again, you know, it's trying to, to control the situation, trying to get certainty out of it when, you know, when you do that, you're taking the spontaneous fun out of the situation. Um, you're not allowing the situation to be natural and um, and effectively making yourself very anxious because obviously through this um, previous planning, you're really hoping to get a certain outcome. And maybe if you don't get that outcome, um, maybe if it's not doesn't go exactly to plan, you might find that very unsettling and very uh, anxiety inducing. And so it's uh, it's really not a good way to, to go about things. And like uh, all types of OCD, we want to find a way to be able to let go of this behavior, to be able to accept things more, because obviously acceptance is, is where we're going to be able to let go of this. So if you do struggle with this type of OCD, I think um, mindfulness skills are, are very helpful for it, particularly in the moment. So when you're at a social event, see if you can practice being mindfully aware of the urge to to ruminate and to kind of go over everything you've just said and uh, all of that kind of stuff and really try to remain in your body. Try to remain as focused as possible on the conversations um, and, and use your senses and your body to remain in the present. Um, you know, that will really help you. So if you are speaking with someone, really try to make sure you're 100% there for that conversation. Don't at the same time, if you can, 
be in your head trying to figure something out. Just try to be as present as possible. And when you do that, funnily enough, you know, your values will shine through. You are most probably, uh, if you're someone who is really upset about, um, you know, the idea of, of upsetting somebody, then most probably you're not going to say anything um, that is going to upset people. It's just the idea of it. So if you allow, if you allow yourself the luxury to to remain present, you're going to be fine. You're going to realize that you're not going to say anything bad and you're going to relax into that situation and you'll be able to enjoy it rather than get stuck in your head with all of this stuff. The next thing is to let go of any planning or reviewing uh, afterwards. So, you know, really making sure that you're trying to use this as an opportunity for exposure. Effectively, when you, uh, after a social situation, if you're able to, to not engage with that mental reviewing, you're going to do yourself a huge favor. Uh, but it's going to be difficult um, because this is a compulsion. You really want to you know, compulsively review everything that happened and try to have that certainty that you didn't offend anybody. And so if you don't do it, you will probably get some anxiety from that. But the objective here is to, at first, limit the amount of reviewing that you do. So just try to say, okay, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes perhaps, but after 10 minutes, I'm not going to review it anymore. And if I feel any anxiety about that, well, I can just practice being with it and allowing it. Um, and then you're doing an exposure activity or, you know, you can you can push yourself even more. Um, you know, obviously, with the ideal situation being that you eventually stop um, reviewing it altogether. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to, on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.